If you are looking for some tangible steps to build resilience and confidence in yourself, then this episode is for you. Welcome to the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron. I'm obsessed with helping people feel more connected to themselves, the people they love, their work, and their purpose. I'm a leadership coach, speaker, self-improvement junkie, wife, mom of two teenagers, and 30-year corporate career woman turned entrepreneur. This podcast will give you the tools, insights, and real honest conversations that will help you lead your life so you can love your life. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron, and I am grateful you are here this week. I have a little something up my sleeve, and I have been waiting to share this with you, but I'm not going to share it just quite yet. But the podcast has some major changes coming, and it'll all be revealed next week. So stay tuned next week, and you will hear more about the big reveal, but it's something I'm really excited about. And it's been in the works for, gosh, probably about six months now. So stay tuned next week and come back here and join me. So you can hear all of the fun announcements that I have to make. We are going to be doing a giveaway as well to celebrate the changes that are happening. So again, come back next week. We will be here together and we will be going through some change together. So I hope I've piqued your curiosity. I'm excited, as you can tell. As we dive into this episode, I invite you to bring out your journal or a piece of paper or the notes section of your phone, whatever you're using to keep track of your reflections and the questions that I asked during the podcast. But my question today is, how are you? I invite you to take some time and think about that question and jot down your answers and not the answers that you think everyone wants to hear, but the real honest answer to how you're doing. Because I want to acknowledge that we have all been through so much over the last two to three years. We have the shared experience of going through COVID We have the Ukrainian-Russian war going on right now. Roe v. Wade just got overturned. There's stock market changes. We're all looking at our 401ks diminishing by the day. There's hurricanes and flooding. There's wildfires. There's school shootings in Uvalde and Thailand and elsewhere. There's the current crisis in Iran with women's rights. And those are all the things that we hear in the news. But there are a lot of things happening in all of our lives that we don't hear about in the news. And those are things like I've experienced, the loss of a loved one this year. There's other examples of divorce and infertility, miscarriage, cancer diagnosis, difficult conversations with your teenagers or your children, substance abuse. We are entering the time of performance reviews, which can cause a lot of anxiety for people. There's mental health challenges like depression, anxiety. Some of us have had a spouse or a partner laid off, or maybe you've been laid off or had to change careers. 
And maybe that's caused some struggle in your relationships, whether at home or at work. The list goes on and on. I could spend the entire podcast listing out the challenges that aren't talked about in the news per se. And as individuals and as leaders and as executives, we're dealing with a lot. So when I ask you the question about how are you, I'm taking into consideration all of these factors, both the things that are talked about openly and the things that maybe aren't talked about so openly. And maybe you personally are dealing with some of the more talked about experiences as well as the internal experiences. That is a lot for one person to handle. And we all have different resilience thresholds. And we also all have different confidence thresholds. And the reason why I'm doing the podcast today is so that you can take some actionable tips and tricks that you can walk away with today that will help build your resilience muscle and your confidence muscle. The first step is really acknowledging everything that you've been through. So in that same journal or that same notebook, I invite you to write down some of the challenges that you have faced over the last couple of years. Because what I know about you is that you're a high performer. You are always moving forward. You are always running at the speed of light. And you rarely take time to stop and to pause and to really honor what you have been through and maybe what you're going through at the present time. And so I really invite you to use this time, this time for yourself to reflect and to take inventory of the challenges that you have experienced. So you've taken a moment to write down your list of challenges. And before you even get into the specific challenges, I really invite you to reflect on that list and to give yourself a pat on the back for everything that you've been through. Because what I'm sure about is that there's probably way more on your list than you expected. And I'm sure so much of what's on that list has been in your head and you just haven't gotten it down on paper. I do this exercise with my clients and once they see it on paper, they really realize what a badass they are. And they realize how much they have been holding all the plates that they've had in the air and all the personal challenges or the family challenges that they've gone through. And they really start to honor and acknowledge how strong they are. And I invite you to do the same. And also what might be happening when you're looking at your list is you might feel some tension. It might bring up some stress. So I invite you to take some inhales and exhales and just take a deep breath, knowing that you are doing the best you can and you are taking one step at a time to move forward. And the purpose of the podcast today is really not to sit and dwell on those challenges, but to help you build the resilience and confidence to get through to the other side of those challenges. And on some of those challenges, you may have already gotten to the other side, which is fabulous. Then honor and celebrate yourself for that. But if you're still in the midst of those challenges, let's also honor and celebrate exactly where we're at without judgment. So now that you are taking an objective, compassionate look at all the challenges that you've been through or are going through, I want to dive in and talk about the topic for today, which is resilience and confidence. So let's start with resilience. 
Resilience means knowing how to cope in spite of setbacks you experience or barriers or limited resources. Resilience is a measure of how much you want something and how much you are willing and able to overcome any obstacle or any challenge that gets in your way of getting it. In its essence, it has to do with your emotional strength. And here's the most exciting part. Some people think you're either born a leader or you're not. And sometimes they think that about resilience too. You're either born resilient or you're not. And that's just simply not true. You can learn to be a great leader and you can also build your resilience muscle as well as your confidence muscle. And it's something that you can build both in yourself and by being a role model leader, you can build for your colleagues on your team and you can also build in your children. So there are so many resources out there and experts out there who have studied resilience. But today the focus is on the core principles of resilience and helping to provide you with some tools for really adopting that resilient mindset. Because that's the key here. This is 99% mindset. And so let's dive into the first step. And the first step is accepting that the events or challenges have occurred in your life. And you did that when you jotted down the challenges that you faced. This is interesting because there are a lot of times we aren't willing to accept that these things are occurring. We go into denial or we suffer from depression, which is a paralyzation of basically overwhelm. We aren't willing or able to accept the events that have occurred. What I want to do is I want to acknowledge you for doing just that. Because when you jotted down the challenges that you have faced, you acknowledged that. And that is the first step in building a resilient mindset. So give yourself a pat on the back because you've made it through the first step, which is acknowledging the challenge. And the second step is identifying, labeling, and expressing your emotions about the event, and then choosing to see the gift or the lesson in it. But let's start with the first part of the second step, which is identifying and expressing your emotions. What I know from being a coach is many people struggle and have a hard time identifying their emotions. And if this is you, I don't want you to feel bad. I don't want you to judge yourself. It's very normal. You're not alone. But the great thing we have is Google. And you can Google lists of emotions. What they'll typically do is they'll be kind of an emotion Venn diagram. And they'll start out with some of the more, I would say, basic emotions, happy, sad. And then they'll take happy. These lists will dig down deeper into satisfied, fulfilled, and some other additional emotions that might also relate to happy or happiness. And these lists are fantastic. Sometimes I'll I'll have them out when I'm coaching. I will ask people or show people those lists so they can help identify their emotions when they're talking about a specific experience. So the second step, like I mentioned, is identifying, labeling, and expressing your emotions about the event or the challenge. And the second part of the second step is choosing to see the gift or the lesson. And I would say for most people, in addition to the emotion piece of it, this is also the most difficult piece of it. 
how in the midst of a really difficult divorce, or in my case, the loss of my husband, if someone were to tell me, oh, Natalie, you can find the gift in that, I probably would have unleashed on them and probably would have had a few things to say. But what I know from doing this work is it's something I had to reflect on and something I have chosen to reflect on on my own. And so I share that because building resilience is something that you need to role model in order to teach someone else. But it's difficult to tell somebody what they should be feeling or how they should be seeing the gift in things. It's very nuanced. And I I share that because like I said, in my own personal experience, for those of you maybe that are newer newer listeners and don't know the background, my, my husband passed away on May 13th of this year. So it's been a little over five months. And it is really difficult. And like I said, if someone were to say, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm sure you'll see the gift in it. I'm sure there's a lesson here to be learned, which there is. And I have learned so many lessons. And I have seen the beauty in this tragic, horrible time. But I had to find that for myself. I invite you to think about maybe one of the top challenges that's on your list that you are challenged with at this moment. I'm not going to tell you how to find the gift in it, but what I do know, there is a gift there if you choose when you're ready to see it. And that's the important piece of it. You have to do this on your own time as well, but I know it's there and I can share with you from my own personal experience. I have absolutely seen the gift in my husband's passing, not for him because obviously I wish he were still here. And I'm sad every day that he's not. But I see the gift of my strength that I never knew I had. And I see the gift of my own resilience, again, that has never been tested as much as it's been tested over the last five months and will continue to be tested. Because in some ways, things seem to be getting harder and not easier. And there's days that feel better there's days that don't. But I now know I have this foundation of strength and resilience, and I'm choosing to hold on to those gifts. And so what do you choose to hold on to? And what are the gifts that you will choose when you're ready to choose them for yourself? And another important aspect of this is not to judge whether something's good or bad in terms of gifts or reflections And I would love to share a story with you that was actually told to me by Shirzad Shamin, who is the author of Positive Intelligence. And it's called The Stallion. An old farmer lives on his farm with his teenage son. He also has a beautiful stallion that he lovingly cares for. The farmer enters his stallion into the annual country fair competition. And his stallion wins first prize. The farmer's neighbors gather to congratulate him on his great win. And he calmly says, who knows what is good and what is bad? Puzzled by this reaction, the neighbors go away. The next week, some thieves who heard about the stallion's increased value steal the horse. When the neighbors come to commiserate with the farmer, they find him again very calm and gathered. And he says, who knows what is good and what is bad? Several days later, the spirited stallion escapes from the thieves and finds his way back to the farm. 
bringing with him a few wild mares he has befriended along the way. To his neighbor's excited rounds of congratulations, the old farmer once again says, Who knows what is good and what is bad? A few weeks later, the farmer's son is thrown off one of these new mares as he is trying to break it in, and his leg is fractured. As the neighbors gather to commiserate with the old farmer, he once again reminds them, Who knows what is good and what is bad? The following week, the imperial army marches through the village, conscripting all eligible young men for the war that had just broken out. The old farmer's son is spared due to his fractured leg. The neighbors no longer bother to come to the old farmer to congratulate him. By now, they know what his response will be. Who knows what is good and what is bad? And I love this story because it really speaks to the essence of, first of all, being present, looking at circumstances as just that. They are circumstances. And not judging what is good and what is bad. But the main point I take from the story is you have choice in how you react to anything, whether it be anything great and exciting, as well as any challenges, sadness, any demotion, or your team doesn't perform the way they're supposed to perform. Something happens in your family that is unexpected. You get sad news, you get bad news about health or injury. And granted, I think it takes a lot of inner personal work to get to the point where you say, who knows what is good and what is bad. But I think the story as a whole highlights how empowered we each are to make choices about how we react. And the reality is when you look at your list of challenges that maybe you've been through or that you're going through, there might be some on your list that you feel really proud about. And you said, you know what, I've handled that the way I wanted to handle it. I handled it in a way that I was proud of myself. Maybe there's some things on your list that you look at yourself and you say, you know what, maybe I wish I would have or could have reacted differently during those challenging times. That's okay. There's no good or bad. No judgment, no right or wrong here. There are lessons that help us move forward and help us design the future that we want for ourselves. The important thing that you're doing today is taking time to reflect, and that is a key to building resilience for your future. So I want to acknowledge you in this short 20 minutes so far. You've identified and acknowledged the challenges you've been through. You've written down your feelings and the emotions that those challenges conjured up in you. And maybe you've identified the lesson or the gift in those challenges. The truth is, is that you can use this insight to build resilience and not only that, your confidence moving forward. Because as I mentioned, we all have a choice in how we react or experience things in our lives. And shifting your mindset, making a conscious choice to choose how you want to move forward is extremely powerful. We can shift our mindsets to see the opportunities in the most challenging times. And the key is, is that shifting your mindset is easier than you think. There was an interesting research study that demonstrates this. And what happened is researchers split a large group of financial professionals in half. So half of these people watched a three-minute video about how stress is debilitating and horrible and stressful 
And the other half watched a three-minute video about how stress is enhancing and it can actually increase your results. And then they tracked the two groups for engagement, performance, and blood pressure over the next two weeks. And it's so interesting what they found. They found that those who watched the stress is enhancing and productive video had higher engagement, higher performance, and lower blood pressure. It's not what is coming our way because life is always going to be throwing challenges at us. If we're working on a team, we're a leader, we're an executive, we are going to be dealing with challenges and you are dealing with challenges on a daily basis. And it's how you react to those challenges that is the key. It's owning your power that builds resilience and builds your confidence. And what I do want to say is some of you might be listening to this and you might be in a different mindset space. While I do a lot of work with clients and support them in their mindset shifts, I also acknowledge and I also understand that there are some mental health challenges like depression that can make it difficult to simply quote unquote change your mindset. So I share that because in this type of situation, I really do encourage people to see a mental health professional who can really provide you with that appropriate level of support that you need and possibly medication. I'm a big advocate of mental health and I wanted to acknowledge that kind of before moving on in the podcast because you might be sitting there listening to this podcast challenged with depression or anxiety saying, Natalie, I'm empowered to move forward and I'm empowered to change my mindset, but I literally can't get there on my own. And again, no judgment for that. I send you all the love and support and I hope you can feel that, but I also encourage you to get that support for yourself in whichever way you need it for yourself. Because I know just my comments about, you know, you can change your mindset can seem and feel very overwhelming. So that leads me to my third step, which is around taking action and exercising compassion with yourself. I've said it on the podcast probably a hundred times at this point, but I will continue mentioning it. We all think that we need to muster up confidence in order to take action when it's the exact opposite. What we need to do is we need to take action because confidence comes after the action. So when you look at your list, I invite you to take one challenge that you are struggling with or challenged with and just take one action step that will help make that challenge a little bit more doable and a little less challenging. I know and I have confidence in you that you can take one step. And then what will happen is that one step will lead to the next step, will lead to the next step. And pretty soon you are on your way to really mitigating that challenge, building your resilience as you walk through that experience with yourself. And again, showing yourself compassion as you're doing it. We know that not every day will be rosy. Roses have thorns and they're going to show up throughout your journey. And the time that you spend intentionally building your resiliency will directly impact the future actions that you take and what you're able to achieve in your future. So I really encourage you, commit to taking control, commit to not letting this challenge in front of you be a waste or a drag on your energy or something that weighs you down or paralyzes you. 
but use it as a catalyst to move you forward. Use it as an opportunity to build your resilience, to build your confidence as you take that purposeful action. I understand it's hard, but what I know is you can do hard things. I can't wait to hear about your continued success. I'm here to support you in any way I can. One of the services that we offer is workshops, and we can easily do a workshop for your organization if that's of interest to you. If you are looking for individual support, we can also support you with executive and leadership coaching. So we would be happy to support you. It's what drives us to do what we do every day because we love empowering you to make a big impact. So I hope you've enjoyed the show. I look forward to seeing you back here next week with a new announcement and some big changes. So stay tuned and enjoy the rest of your week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for being here today and listening to the Lead Your Life podcast. My invitation to you is that you do one thing today to move toward a more meaningful, fulfilling life for yourself. Today, you have the opportunity to challenge your mindset or have a meaningful conversation or take one action step towards your goals. So what are you waiting for? It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until then, don't wait till tomorrow. Be your best self now.